You're listening to Pod That, two brothers talking sports. I'm Sammy Georgeur, and with me is my big brother, George Georgeur. And today we had a fun episode talking a little bit about the business side of sports. Uh, well, the business side of our sports company. And we talked some NBA Summer League. And we ended up talking some of the Draymond and KD drama that happened. Um, and that was kind of a reverse order. So we did actually, if, you, if you're interested in the order, we did talk Draymond Green and Kevin Durant first, the business side of what we're doing here as the podcast network at Sports on Tap. And then we just got into a little bit of our summer league experience. So please uh, leave us a review. It makes a big difference for us. It'll help us a lot with our growth. Check out all our podcasts. You can find us at thesportsontap.com. Um, and on social media, follow us at pod that and at the sports on tap to find all these different things that we got going on. And, uh, we really appreciate your time and thanks for, uh, joining us on this podcast from sports on tap network, the internet's pub. Enjoy the pod. Cheers. Bang. Perfect. I would have went with cheers to sports, but that's okay. I know. Whatever. That's that's exactly the point. I know. I know. Whatever. (laughs) Exactly. But I'm just saying that's what I only thing I would do. Cheers to sports. I've been saying that a lot. I like it. But no, perfect. Um, I think Yara Fadi and Talia just got here. So let's go see. Bye. I'm going to see. Bye. Are you done playing with your green screens? Me? Me? I am. Yeah, I'm done. I am too. Well, George and I just started playing with our green screens, trying to pick up some cool backgrounds. I got some brick basketball wall. George got some Jim Tomey jerseys and going going on back there. And uh, an probably, authentic probably Ken Griffey Jr. and an authentic Ken Griffey Jr. jersey as well back there. Authentic, authentic green screen <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. I got an authentic brick wall in my bedroom over here. But uh, and you got a guy there that looks like Popeye the Sailor Man. If Popeye was. A fucking cop or something instead. Do you see I that? I think it's a cop. That's what it is. Yeah, it kind of looks like Popeye and a cop in one. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, today uh, we got some uh, we got some talk about our business actually, which is going to be something new that uh, well, like a one time thing to be honest. More than anything, is a little bit of our structuring of the sports on tap and what's happening with our podcasts and the Seattle side, this side, personal podcasts, and and then we're going to chat a little bit, you know, about uh about some summer league experiences we went through mm-hmm. as I'm rocking the summer league shirt. And uh, what else were we going to talk about today, George? Or something I'm missing. You're missing a little bit about the Draymond Green, Kevin Durant oh. dur- dynamic. We did want to bring that up because that was a really cool interview. Um, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed we'll it. Let's start with that and then we'll get into the business. We'll All right, that. cool. Yeah, so, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you can probably just go on YouTube. Uh, I think it's called The Chip by uh, Draymond Green. Chips. That's his like, podcast. Chips because of chip on the it shoulder, wasn't. not because of championships. Um, sure? kind of works for both. I thought it meant chips like championships. No, no, because he did it. He said it right at the beginning of a podcast. Oh. Like that's what he said to Durant. We all have chips on our shoulder, and that's why I go with the name Chips. And I kind of thought that was cool. But the interesting thing out of that podcast, that I mean, it was what twenty-seven minutes, and there's three minutes about his fight between Draymond and. And um, KD in the Clippers game, and did that end the dynamic with the Warriors? And they both seem to have a blame on two people specifically now, Steve Kerr and Bob Myers, for how they handled the situation. And they, uh, as Draymond Green said, they fucked up. And uh, Kevin Durant said, I agree. So 
uh, tides have turned. Huh? I guess they're not as mad at each other anymore, and they're more more mad at how Kerr and Myers handled the situation. But they both like Draymond made it pretty clear that he's over it, right? He's not mad at Kerr and Bob Myers. He's still on the Warriors, but he's mad at actually how they handled the situation, and he thinks the way they handled the situation was why the reason Kevin Durant left and the reason the Warriors dynasty ended. Yeah, I think it's a classic. Uh, I mean, I was basically the whole thing. There's <laughs> a first bill. And I, for me, I was going to break down part one for me is like, I think it's a classic moment of like other people trying to handle your business. So, mm-hmm. and, and they both seem like the type of dudes like kind of different from what we see. We don't fucking know them personally. Like, I mean, who knows? I mean, obviously Bob Myers and Steve Kerr, their own coaches and GMs didn't know them well enough to how to handle the situation. Right. So it's hard to speak on them, but Durant seems kind of like a cool, a mellow doesn't like problems type of dude. And Draymond's explosive outgoing, whatever. (laughs) And it seems like a classic problem of other people trying to resolve your issues. Like, and they both didn't want that. Right. So I feel like this whole end of the warriors wasn't necessarily because of them it was because of other people trying to figure them out and that's been a classic kevin durant issue i don't know like or it's a classic maybe athlete issue right it's like everyone trying to figure out who they are because it's it's not like none of us know them that well even coaches sometimes don't know people that well if it's your first second year for team you only spend you know those you spend a couple hundred days of a person it seems like not everybody really understood everybody in the situation and it led to an eventual breakup. And I think it would have, it sounds like basically if, if ownership and coaches let Draymond and KD handle it themselves, we might've seen more years of Draymond and KD, but it seems like the organization wanted to control the situation. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, it sounds like it, but in, in in one in one aspect, right? Like the organization's probably trying to do what the organization always wants to do, and you know, these any athlete that um, look, you want to be, they want to coach you, right? And you want to be coached. So, like at any leadership position, if there's a big like, there's a big elephant in the room. I think Kerr and Bob Myers thought they were handling it the best way, and. I mean, I could probably see why they thought that way, right? They're like, okay, they kept, they went to Draymond and talked to Draymond because he's a really communicative guy. And Kevin Durant's not a communicative guy. So they're trying to communicate to Draymond that you should go communicate to Kevin Kevin Durant. It, it's just, a, I mean, they were kind of stuck in a really weird place. Like, I, I'm not That's like... The point dis- you're making is degeneration here too, right? It's like, how how much do we actually see coaches now? Like for NBA players, right? Like how much are coaches actually like the guy, the leaders now they're not, I don't think they are anymore. Right? Like look at the coaches, coaches are being like handpicked by players nowadays. And it's a lot right. of ex players. Like Luca wants Jason Kidd, right? He doesn't want Rick Carlisle. Who's old school wants to be a leader. Like, no, he just wants another Hooper to be like on his side. Right. right. I feel like coaches in like Greg Popovich, who, it's probably the best coach in the NBA. Can't even get a player to stay in San Antonio because in, there was drama about him. I know it's probably BS now that they won the Olympics, but there was like early on, like people aren't liking his style. I don't think coaches have the same role anymore with these pro athletes these days. Cause these pro athletes are so like rich, successful, mm-hmm. smarter than they were back in the day, m- more empowered. And like a guy like Katie and Draymond, I think they see it as like, Hey, I don't need you guys. Like, you're not our parents, right? You're our coaches. I don't need you in my like dispute. And I know your point is 
as adults, Kern Bob Myers probably just like that's what adults do. Let's let's handle this. We're the leaders. But it doesn't seem like athletes these days want that out of a coach. I mean, like Greg Popovich can't get players. You know what I mean? Even though like, even though Kerr was a former NBA player, right? And okay. he went through like I the la- here. <laughs> it's all good. Excuse the slamming. I almost lost my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So oh, that'd yeah. be bad. This episode is not sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts, but uh, give us a call if you want to sponsor uh, the episode. Um, yeah. So really, though, you're right because. But in a weird way, Kerr was a former player, right? So he kind of has the gist of of how to handle things. And I think, like, he was on the Bulls with Michael Jordan, combative figure. Scottie Pippen, kind of more like Kevin Durant. And I'm not trying to, like, he's more mellow and laid back. And it kind of feels like... Draymond and Michael Jordan are kind of similar, not in the way they play basketball, or nor them being the best player on the team. But they not both talent. Have, him or not yeah. talking talent. But both of them, I could see them being really, really, really outspoken. So, like, let's say the roles were reversed, right? And Kevin Durant was a loud, ob- obnoxious, angry, in-your-face guy, and Draymond Green was the soft-smoking guy. Soft-spoken guy. It would work, Smoke, right? Smoking really softly on the weekend. Smoking really <laughs> softly, but no, you know what I mean. Like when you're, like if Draymond was the team's best player, I think the reception by Kevin Durant would have been different as well. Could be. Uh, see, that's why. Also, you just brought up an example though with the Jordan Bulls, Pippen, all this. Like, remember once again, they had Phil Jackson as a coach, who I think even with Michael Jordan and all these players. They still wanted that leadership from a guy like Phil Jackson, and they yeah. needed it, right? I, I don't know what the resolution with this Durant and Draymond. That's the thing. As much as they talked about it, and this is kind of answering your question. As much as they talked about it, it good now. Okay, couple technical difficulties. It looks like we had, but what I was saying is. I got to actually completely remember, George, what I was saying. It was something about Phil Jackson, Steve. Oh, Draymond and Kevin Durant seemed like they don't know what the solution was either because they kept saying, like, Draymond was like, they should have let us handle it. They wanted me to apologize. I wouldn't apologize. Yeah, they fucked it up. And it's like they were trying to talk about what the solution is. So they couldn't figure it out together. They couldn't figure it out through Bob Myers and Steve Kerr. I kind of got the sense that, like, they're blaming Steve Kerr and, uh, and Bob Myers. But I don't think they know what the solution would have been either. No, they didn't have a solution. I mean, it's just a way of like deflecting things, right? Like every oh, you, you, you fucked up, you fucked up. No, you fucked yeah. up, you fucked up. I fucked up. You fu-. like whatever, dude. Like they, at the end of the day, like it was, it didn't seem like it was a fixable situation. But you know what I thought was kind of funny was like when I don't know if you watched the part on the inter- on the interview when they were talking about what happened when uh, the day after and Draymond got suspended oh, and his face. Yeah, he laughed in Bob Meyer and Steve Kerr's face, and he said, "Why are you laughing?" He's like, "I'm either gonna cuss you out, or I'm gonna laugh in your face." Yeah, and, he and was I like, chose to laugh so in I your laughed, face. Yeah, so, so I laughed in their face because I thought it was fucking hilarious that they were trying yeah. to discipline me. And I think that's gonna be my newest, my new go-to move in life, Sammy. Anytime someone really pisses me off, just start laughing in their face. Like, why are you laughing in your face? I'm either gonna cuss you out, or I'm gonna laugh in your face. I kind of love that. It's kind of my. And new you favorite. know, Draymond, he's like loud, like, <laughs> you know, like he was probably yeah. doing that. You know, I was gonna the donkey from Shrek is what everyone calls him. Teeth are yeah. out, spitting, cracking up, and they're just like, "What the fuck, Draymond?" You know, you know, Steve Kerr and Bob Myers, and they're like. Why the fuck is this dude laughing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, Draymond, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's he, like, 
he's out there doing it. I know. And uh, one is thing better than cussing someone out. It is. It is. Um, what do you think? So you talked about the backpack. Did you get to that point? No, I, those are the only two parts I got. I was going to okay. keep watching. Cause I know that there's also like a time where they talked to like Draymond asked him why he doesn't have any kids or not married. And there was like a lot of other segments about more personal stuff. I was kind of sticking to the basketball stuff today, but uh, what was the backpack story? So like, they're like, Oh, you know, Kevin Durant, you know, everyone thought you were so like happy go lucky when you got into the league. Cause you're that guy who used to wear that Nike backpack to press conferences, but little do you, does it, and Durant's like, I still wear my backpack everywhere. And they like talked about the backpack for like a good three, four minutes. And I'm like, how the fuck does a backpack mean anything if you're happy go lucky or not like he, the way you carry your stuff like if you carry like a suitcase instead of a backpack or like a man purse or like a handbag like what is oh he wears a backpack so he's still happy like i just don't get the symbolization of the backpack like do you i don't th- th- did he say it? he didn't like con- con- he didn't continue to like explain no, no, it just seemed like, you know, when because Draymond's like, oh, everyone was like, oh, you're such a nice, you were a happy-go-lucky guy when you came to the league wearing a backpack. And then, then you, everyone thinks, you know, you're not happy. He's like, well, I still wear my backpack everywhere. Like, so, is, okay. Is it, but, yeah. <laughs> okay. And this is the thing I tweeted out on our, like, uh, account, Sports on Tap account. I, I tweeted out, like, why is Draymond, or why does Draymond look upset in this entire interview? And he does, like, like, even comments like that, he always seems like he's upset about something, about a question, about a, talking about something. And like, I know part of that's probably maybe he just doesn't like being on fucking camera. And he's just a guy that's just like, I don't like talking about this shit too much. But it's weird because do you notice how willing he is? He's been to go on podcasts and shows and different things. And then it's like, but then he seems like he's upset that he's getting asked questions and yeah, talking about certain I mean, things. It's very odd. Like, no, but it's, it's because to me, if I'm going to willingly go on 50 podcasts, I am willingly going to understand that whether I like it or not, that means I'm going to get asked some questions that I like, some that I don't, mm-hmm. some criticism. Not that, it, like, if I don't want that, it's simple. Have you seen LeBron go on anything? He doesn't want to talk about it other than his own shows. If you don't, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, he, he goes on his own stuff. I mean, that's kind of like his thing is like, I only go on my own stuff. I, I, I have no, no problem that's because he doesn't want to go on other people's stuff. That's fine. But my thing, it's interesting that Durant goes on other people's stuff. And it's like, always seems like even Bill Simmons, he had like five podcasts with him. And he's like, he won't talk to me now. That's I think he's just a classic bitch face. Who? Kevin Durant, like, you know, those girls, like everyone's like, oh, that girl has a bitch face and you can't it's like the approach her. Bitch. Called the resting, resting, bitch resting bitch face. Thank you. I think that's a Kevin Durant's problem. I don't even think he's mad at anything. I just think the guy looks pissed off all the time. There's some people like that, man. Like he looked pissed no matter what you do. And I think that's the deal with Kevin Durant. He has a resting bitch face. I mean, he also like, it's known that he like, look at like Bill Simmons has said, like he won't, he won't do a podcast anymore with him. Like, I think he's also yeah. just like that. He cuts things off. Like him and Russ hated each other. Have you ever seen Russell Westbrook and a teammate leave without being like best buds after other than no. Kevin Durant? No, everybody else is like Kevin Durant just has, but he's fine with Kevin with Draymond green. And that's the biggest public blow up out of any of them. Maybe because they're like each other with the anger. Durant just doesn't show it. 
Right. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't think he like, I honestly, like, I don't think he was bothered by, by this interview at all. I just think literally, like, yeah, I agree I'm with you in general. Bothered. I'm just saying it's funny because he always goes on these things yeah. and always like looks bothered. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, saying but I is. agree with you there. Like he does look bothered. I just don't think he was bothered there. I think he has the same look, whether he's bothered or not bothered. Yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah. I, I that's, was just that's saying kind of... he looks bothered and it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I mean that's that's Kevin Durant for you. The I I think I like that. He has a resting bitch face. I'm going with that. Um the the kids comment, by the way, like which uh that's the one thing I also want to talk about, which is interesting because Durant, you know Durant was engaged, right? Nope, did not know that. Okay, well it, this they didn't I don't know if they <laughs> talked about in this interview, but he was engaged to a WNBA player for like six months. Um, and then they broke it off. And like I've listened to some interview in the past where just like it wasn't right for me. My family was telling me I rushed it and I did rush it. And I just wasn't ready to, you know, mm-hmm. be a be a husband. And then Draymond asked him about kids and he said like uh he wants to wait to have kids and you know, it's not like he's not gonna rush it or anything, which mm-hmm. I kinda like, you know, he's he's basically he's only what, like thirty. He's just saying yeah. like, I'm taking my time to find the right person. And Draymond asked him, Do you ever worry your kids won't understand who Kevin Durant is? And I like KD's answer. He said, I'm glad uh, uh, I'm glad he won't. I don't want him to have to feel he's pressured in this bubble to do what I do. I don't want any pressure for anybody that's coming into my world to do what I like to do. That's a very good answer. Like he is very like, uh, you know, he's like that. Like he's waiting to have kids for interesting reasons. Like I don't want them to know the like the, you know the big part of kevin durant they want he wants to just be dad you know like because it is hard yeah you don't think lebron james kids see lebron like in a weird way even though they're, they're his dad they love him but like there's an extra like my dad's lebron like you know yeah there's something and then like that. i was actually thinking about when you were saying that quote because then it's like lebron's like the total opposite right where he's like i'm getting a kid he's playing basketball i'm naming lebron james jr and i'm gonna play in the nba with him like how would the kid don't make the NBA, man? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's immense amount of pressure on his kid. And that's why, like, honestly, like, this is, I'm just not a shot at LeBron because he had his kids earlier in life than Kevin Durant. But, like, LeBron had his kids at a time he wasn't, like, fully mature emotionally to know how to raise the kids the right way. And he still raised them really fucking well, right? Yeah. I mean, they're still great kids. There's nothing wrong with his kids. But, like, with Kevin Durant, he's waiting. And now that's why a lot of people say you wait to have kids because – now he's at an age where when he does have kids, he's able to make emotionally right decisions and things like that, like what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Uh, and he said that. I mean, he said, first of all, he's trying to find true love, um, which makes sense. Has he, he watched added, Love in Basketball? They should do something like that. That'd be cool. <laughs> he said he's uh, <laughs> also been so focused on career and his alone time that he believes what you just said. Waiting to have children will make him a better father when and if it happens one day. Yeah. Which I kind of like. I mean, this is where the well, me and me and Kevin Durant, man, we're, we, we, yeah. I'm not going to marry him or anything. Have kids, but we have the same perspective on kids. So he can hit me up if you when we both have kids, but our kids can play together. That was such a weird comment, but I'm just going to let you let you say <laughs> weird shit. No, it's just a weird comment. Like I know that was supposed to be a joke, but like, yeah, Kevin Durant can hang out with me. And my kids hit me up, bro. Like, cause I I'm waiting for kids. Like, not like ninety. You make me sound like a crackhead. Like my hands are fidgety. No, <laughs> I see you uh, processing this just ridiculous comment that like I'm just like I don't like what was like <laughs> that's what sound is like. All right. Well, <laughs> George is drunk and. Uh, 
it's that that's what happens sometimes on this podcast. It gets it gets podcast drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just high on my own supply, man. Anyway, um, we got anything else on KD? You got anything you want to add on? No, I think he's. Uh, uh, very I do want to say it is interesting though that he's like the only like superstar that doesn't have kids. It seems like all these young superstars already have kids, like not Luca and stuff, but like that generation, like Steph, LeBron, KD. That generation all has kids except him. Yeah, it's actually very interesting. And James yeah. Harden, and Kyrie. Huh, that's interesting. Oh no, Kyrie has a kid, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to do that on the screen. <laughs> uh, Kyrie, I have no idea, but he's engaged. He's engaged. It's kind of interesting that Brooklyn Three don't have any kids. But I feel like Kyrie has a kid. I don't think so, George. I don't think so. I, mean, okay, I mean, just I, I, think. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure either. But isn't that interesting that those three chose to play each other and they don't have uh they don't have kids? You're right. He has a daughter. Okay. Uh so my theory is worthless. Okay, let's move on. Well, Durant and Harden don't, so that's true. All right. Well, Let's talk some of the business side of things, George. Uh, All right. And then at the end, we'll, we can just discuss our little experience at Summer League, which is really – it was actually a very fun experience um, doing it for the first time. And I have something to say about Summer League because it, it just ended today. Yeah. Yep. Kings won. What a great pick in Mitchell. We'll get there. But uh, George and I started a, a second podcast for Seattle specific. And it's just yep. called Sports on Tap Seattle. So if you look that up – on all podcast networks. It's not on Apple yet, but it should be in the next few days. It's on Spotify, Anchor, where, you know, Stitcher, all these places. And uh, we kind of thought it'd be interesting, right? To like talk about a little bit of our perspective on like the business of sports mm -hmm. and what media direction we're taking. Cause as everybody knows, there's a lot of different ways to go. There's TV of people like Fox sports and ESPNs and there's bleacher reports. It's a lot of like social media content and websiting and there's the bar stools and there's, there's a bunch of different companies. Mm -hmm. Um, we thought it'd be interesting to just chat it up a little bit of our business. People that want to know like, what's our plan? What do we exactly do? We thought it'd be kind of cool to break it down. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to start there with, we now have a lot of different podcasts from our Chicago side, which you guys can always look up on our website, the sports on um, Chicago side, Seattle podcast, Sports on Tap Seattle, this one, pod that. Um, I'm going to be doing stuff that matters um, on my own. Like, that's my podcast. And I, I'll let George speak for himself about his podcast. And then we can get on to, you know, how we're trying to become more of a podcast network affiliated yeah. with other stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, to, you know, put it all, sum it all up, man, I mean, I think we're just going for world domination, uh, trying to take over the world like Pinky podcast and the Brain. Domination. No world, complete world domination, like Pinky in the Brain. Remember that TV show? What are we doing tonight, Pinky? We're going to take over the world. But no, and to be honest, yeah. So like Sammy said, he's doing his podcast. We're doing this pod that once a week, and it's going to be usually longer. Like this week is like, you know, a little shorter episode, but we're going to go long form on that one. We have our Seattle podcast. I have my Just Talk pod, which is every day, Monday through Friday, 10-minute podcast where I just give an appetizer, main course, and on appetizer main course and dessert um which is one short story one long story and a bet of a day and then i also just launched if you like soccer tottenham hotspur uh podcast that's after probably once a week uh after premier league games and major news for tottenham hotspur so but guess what we're trying to do in the business is become more of a podcasting network see where podcast is going because i think now people really 
consume media in a different way, right? They want to be close. They want to feel like they're hanging out with us. So we figured kind of like instead of being always like, you know, three, four podcasts a week, if we do this once a week, really good and show you guys stuff on social media and clips from social media and make it long enough to where, you know, if it comes out on Wednesday, it's still relevant. Even if it's a two hour podcast, sometimes, even if you listen to it, part of it on Wednesday, part of it on Friday and part on Sunday, it's still relevant. Right, like we don't want it to be lasting. Day to day news that's just like, oh, we're at Sports Center, right? Like, right. Who and that's kind of what my just, yeah, and that's what my just talk pods kind of like. It's more short stories and things like that. So we're still giving you that side of a business as well, but not in this long form because this one, this is a conversation. This is hanging out at a bar, two guys, right, Sam? Like, we're literally this is what we want this to be. We want this two guys hanging out at a bar. Yeah, and I think a good way to kind of just like talk about that is we like to. The sports like we came up kind of far lingo right like our uh what's the word like your tagline which is the sports on tap is the internet's pub yep. a podcasting network and website focused on the sports world inside and out which is kind of the truth exactly i mean like we want to be a podcast network we're also a media company right so you always you guys like we're going to try to get things up more on social media like some more stuff on our website the sports on and mm-hmm. kind of be the internet's pub. The goal is to be about the sports world inside and out, all things that we think is fun, relevant, and outside of just the box scores of games and different things, but like opinions and thoughts and cool right. stories, unique stories, and share them in unique ways through podcasts, videos, social media, website, and uh, be a place where you're not coming to us to just find out who won games tonight or yesterday or whatever. You're going to come to us to be like, I wonder what sports stories are happening out there. I'm wondering what, you know, you come to our website, you'll see what topics on different podcasts have been over the week and find stories, hopefully that strike you of interest. And you might be reading about them. You might be listening to them about them in a podcast Mm -hmm. and you might be watching them in a video via social media that we put in that article. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's a great way that you said it is we're two guys at a bar. It's almost like storytelling. We're going to be trying to talk about things tell you things and hear, you know, have conversations about the interesting things in the sports world. And sometimes George, you know what else? Sometimes things that we just like talking about, like it doesn't always have to be all about sports. Um, And I think it's a, it's a best way to put it is what you said. It's just like, we're two guys at a bar and I want you guys to be able to feel like, you know, us. And the other thing I was going to say, I think you'll agree with this is hopefully we can start sharing more of ourselves on social media, on different places. So without doing five podcasts a week for 30 minutes, like we used to do now, maybe we'll have, we'll hopefully have more time to be putting out other content like YouTube videos and different things and TikToks, and be on Instagram stories on, if you go to at pod that you'll see us there on our personals, Sammy on tap with an I S A M I and George on tap. And we can like share more of us and you guys get to know us. So it becomes like, when we're talking on these podcasts and we're talking is it's like, you're talking to your friend. It's like talking to somebody, you know, and you want to hear his thoughts and hear cool stories. And I think that's the part where if we can do one long form a week for you guys, George has his own podcast. We're going to have some Seattle stuff. I have my own podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll be able to get a little roundabout about everything that we're interested right. in. And also like hang out with us. And that's kind of a big goal. Yeah. And I think we'll be both making like, like I know a lot of people love listening to us because two brothers, right? So I mean, we're going to be making appearances on each other's podcasts all the time. <laughs> so, like, uh, I mean, this will be a little plug on my podcast, but just talk pod with George George. Once a week, I'm doing like a long form, like kind of like 
Sometimes it's going to be an interview. Sometimes it's going to be an activity. And like this last week, we went to Summer League, and I like actually documented the trip via microphone <laughs> uh, during the trip. So Sammy's on that podcast. Check that out. It just is coming out tonight at midnight. So if you're listening to this, it's probably just came out as well. So um, that type of stuff, man, like we're still like, yeah, we might be only doing Seattle once a week and this once a week. So we have two podcasts a week together, but literally it's probably going to be about the same amount of content and we'll actually probably see us a little bit more than, than you used to, even though it's less days a week, but it's more, it's more and higher quality, more importantly, content. Yeah. So I think big thing here is if you're new, if you're a free frequent listener, whatever it is, um, at the end of the day, George is going to be having some daily quick hitters. Um, my stuff that matter podcast is going to be a lot of, a lot of stuff based off of Reddit, which if you tune in stuff that matters, same with George, or you'll see what that's about. That'll be out once a week on the weekends. We're going to have a Seattle podcast every Monday ish, depending on when the Seahawks games are and different things. But Sunday night, Monday ish, there'll be a Seattle podcast. Wednesdays, you're going to get pod that this podcast. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the day, Follow us at pod that on all of our platforms. Uh, follow us at the sports on tap to, to kind of get, you know, know everything that's going on with our podcast and check out the website, the sports on tap.com. Uh, hopefully after every episode we do after different stories that we do, they will be up on our website and you can kind of keep track, whether it's podcasts, something posted on social media, a YouTube video, a TikTok made through us and storytelling and or talking about a topic. Hopefully all that will be, laid out in an organized way for you guys to kind of just follow along in the journey and yep. see us on Instagrams and see us on podcasts and on different social media platforms doing different things and uh, hopefully build an empire out here. I mean, our, our long-term goal obviously will be to, you know, have an office and be hiring out people one day and it's, uh, it's going to be a journey, but it's going to be something that we're uh, going to enjoy and be proud of and, and get it done because, uh, you know, like as two brothers, like we said too, like I, I think we have a good audience that maybe we can involve some more brother stuff and kind of just be more personable and have people see that and, and absolutely see what it's like. So, like, like we said, world domination, pretty simple. World dom- domination is the goal. So, I'm going to say it one more time just so people know the sports on tap is the internet's pub, and we are becoming a podcasting network and website focused on the sports world inside and out. And so, Stay tuned on social media because we are going to be cranking things out. Newsletters. We have our shop that's coming up uh, with different T-shirts, um, things like Cheers. I came Seattle, up with Cheers to this. Will, this will, this will be fun, though. Like, and we're doing Cheers to Seattle, Cheers to Sport. I actually thought of one today because I saw. Remember when LeBron was wearing that shirt, more than an athlete. Uh huh. Have a more than a podcaster. That's nice. Or more than a more than an influencer. For more of an influencer, I like there's some stuff like that. I saw that today. I was like, that'd be so more cool than a people. podcast. That could also be offensive to some people, but why? You know, people just saying like more than oh a podcast has a big meaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. Man. I know every everyone's all up in their sensitivity these days. It's don't be sensitive. It's a joke, and it, and I'm plus, I am more than a podcaster. I'm a Syrian. I'm a human. More than a brother. More than a brother. We'll get some. We're going to have a lot of shirts. The point is we're going to have a lot of shirts out, different things, different sayings. We'll try to come up with funny ones. People that listen to the show, hopefully you guys will let us know if anything funny comes out of our mouths that we should put on a T-shirt. And and, uh, we'll go from there. And um, 
yeah, we're trying to get this business booming and we need your guys' help and support. So like and subscribe to the podcasts, to YouTube, follow on social media, follow along on our personals, everything. Like just try to support as much as you can and enjoy the content. And um, I think that's about it, man. Like that's that's kind of where we're going. And I'm going to go full throttle and let's, uh, as George said, get world domination and talk some fucking sports. I love it. Cheers to sports, man. Here's the sports. Well, with that said, to get a little personal, um, we did go to Summer League. Uh, Summer League ended today. The Kings won, and Davion Mitchell, I think, won co-MVP, which I love that Davion Mitchell won co-MVP because I thought he dropped way too far on the draft because nobody will draft somebody that's been in school more than a fucking year now for some reason, like as if it's a tragedy that they're 19 or 20, right? <laughs> like, he's always too old. Like, whatever. Um I'm happy for him. And uh, Summer League first experience, George and I and a buddy, we all drove down and it's D1 Dan. D1 Dan. I, it's, it's, it's a hell of an experience. Like, I know it's not, but we also got lucky. We went first day of Summer League, right? Yeah, first day. Yep. So, Cade Cunningham was playing, Jalen Green was playing. So, you got to watch number one, number two pick. And we got to go watch uh, Leangelo Ball. And like you know what the Ball brothers do for summer league and the crowds, Lavar Ball sitting there courtside, walking by him, like yeah. And you're in a high school. We didn't, we didn't even notice him the first time. Yeah. At first, yeah, yeah. Like I walked right by the guy, I didn't notice him, and then on the way down, I was like, people were saying it, and I was like, hell yeah. Um, so I think at the end of the day, man, like, like things are just uh, things are just cool there because you're in Vegas. You might get some drinks in you. You buy merch, you you get to like be in a high school environment gym on the side gym of UNLV, and right, it makes you feel like an AAU tournament, you know? It's kind of yeah. Like- I I think like I said this on my pod, and I was like, I don't know if I would like summer league if it was in like Minneapolis, <laughs> you know what I mean? But something about yeah, but something about it being in Vegas, you can gamble on the games, you can you can go, you're on the strip before the game and after the game. There's so many activities to do, so it's beyond basketball. It's more than basketball, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in general, I just it's awesome. I, I I'll, I'll do it every single year that I'm. It's possible for me to do it. I just love that it's in Vegas. I love it's in UNLV. Um, I, my favorite part is uh, <laughs> like you see all these like this is just like a little bit out like behind the scenes of summer league. You see all the groupies there too, which I think is hilarious. Like all these like girls dressed to the nines. And I interviewed one uh, for my podcast, and I'm like, "What do you do? What do you do in our summer?" Like, oh, I come here to meet the rookies. Like, like, oh, fuck. like, Not like her. Jesus Christ! Like, and, and like she's good looking and like. She's all the girls are dressed to the nines. Like it's funny though, because it's like literally a bunch of girls like going to try to find like the next hot thing, like try to get a boyfriend. And then there's all these NBA athletes. There's some guys who are not even playing. There's media. It's Vegas. Like people are kind of like getting after it, getting drunk in the middle of the day, going to watch basketball. No one really cares. People care, but it's more than just about the basketball, right? It's about the whole experience. It's a fun experience. Like I said, I mean, like. I really felt like I was at an AAU tournament when you go to the small gym because the small gym is like a high school gym and you're yeah. walking on the court side and you see these fucking giants, like the NBA players are giants. Like you see these damn giants walking around and you see the ball brothers and you see 
the ball brother, ball brother on the court, LeVar there with his wife, and the crowd's bumping, and you literally feel like you're at a high school AAU tournament. It's like a hell of an experience, right? And and like you said, there's a little bit of everything. There's like actual people there that are for basketball. There's girls there trying to fucking find a husband or get knocked up by an NBA player. There's basically, like, I mean, you said it like yeah. it's kind of true. Yeah. I mean, it just happened to PJ Washington. Like, like, I mean, like this happens, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, no. I uh, know. So like you have a little bit of all that and celebrities and this and that, like the day after we left or two days after we left, I think like LeBron and Westbrook were courtside for a Lakers game. And like Adam silver was courtside the game we were at. And it's just like, I don't know. He it's looks like a dream more world. like an alien in person. He does. He does. He's very bald. And it, it's it's a NBA experience. If you love basketball, it's an experience you got to go to because you get a little bit of everything. You get drinks. You get people. You get celebrities. You get courtside walking at like the small gym mm-hmm. AAU style. You get the main gym and you're in Vegas. Like it's a little bit of every like everything amazing about that that a guy or a girl that's into basketball or sports loves they love the like casinos and the sports and the celebrities and the fun and i I just thought it was one of the cooler experiences i've ever had yeah it was awesome man i mean you got we went to the club after and we like on the way to the club you see the nba guys playing like craps and blackjacks and yeah no it's just good good all around yeah it's it's a hell of an experience so i would definitely uh check out summer league sometime next year if, if, if you've never been because it's fun yeah and you'll see us there say hello Say hello. We'll be back next year. Well, I think that's all we got today. A little yeah. bit. We said it's a short one, but it's 36 minutes. It's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, football is going to – we'll probably start talking some fucking football. Yeah, we will, man. Um, we haven't really talked hard knocks this year because it's been pretty boring. I watched episode one. I haven't watched it. So you know yeah, and you haven't, I know you haven't watched it, but I'm just telling everyone who's watching, like – you know, or listening like hard knocks not isn't what it used to be. These guys are too smart, and the PR is too good now. They know not to say anything dumb, or the, if they do say something dumb, they probably tell them, "Look, edit that out," yeah, or edit it out. Yeah, it's just not yeah. as unfiltered. I'm as sure the be. team has to approve the episode before it goes out. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm sure. So it's like kind of makes it kind of useless, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but, but I'll watch it. I'll have time. We're gonna actually end up watching. There's a lot of shit me and Jordan need to catch up on, like. Ted Lasso season two. We we have to watch Space Jam still. We still got to watch The Mouse and the Palace. We've had family in town for those that are wondering like why we were sports podcasters here and we haven't done that because we have family in town. It's like every night a different event. So starting uh, in a couple of days, we won't and we'll we'll start catching up on our shows. More Absolutely. couch time, less hangout time. <laughs> well, George, uh, good podcast. And uh, as we like to say, this is the Sports on Tap. The Internet's pub. Cheers. Cheers.